0: Welcome to Cassandra Explains It All, a podcast where we take a magnifying glass to all of our treasures from the past. Hey guys, I just wanted to jump on here and say thank you to Shauna for commissioning this episode. Scott Barber is back from the Orange Years documentary to talk about Salute Your Shorts. We're covering um, season one, episode seven, the radio call-in contest. It was a very fun episode. If you guys want to commission an episode, of course, just DM me, um, follow me on Instagram. I love to hear from you guys. And also you can check out my Patreon at Cassandra Explains It All on Patreon.com or on the Patreon app. All right. I hope you guys are having a great day and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. (laughs)
1: Think about you. I hope we, we want to part. <laughs> it's I hope we never part. Now
2: get it right or pay the price.
1: Now we will share a lifetime of the fondest memories. By the lake of Onawana, set in the old pine trees.
0: Camp wana,
1: we hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, this thing came apart. Think onawana's feet!
0: Cool. All right. Perfect. So this is a very special treat because Scott Barber's back. We are going to review season one, episode seven of Salute Your Shorts.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I love this episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you
0: for coming back.
2: <laughs> I, I love this. Ep- I got to ask Steve Slavkin, the, you know, the creator, about this episode because they cuss in it, kind of. Not a bad one. Not a bad cuss, but a small cuss, which is kind of crazy, you know, Yeah, it's I, was on shocked
0: yeah. I, I was like, Whoa, did he really say that? Yeah, uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, this one, I think is one of the most memorable salute your shorts episodes for me. It stayed with me all these years. And I definitely forced my grandparents to call into a radio calling contest because of this episode. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Like they were babysitting one night and I was like, I saw this on Nickelodeon. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. It must've been cool to really personally talk with people that were involved with salute your shorts just from doing the orange years doc.
2: Yeah, it was, you know, we got to talk to Steve Slavkin, the creator who also is the voice of Dr. Khan, um, Danny Cooksey, who played Budnick, uh, Michael Ray Bauer, who played donkey lips. And then, uh, Venus DeMilo, who played Telly Radford. We were in talks with, uh, with Sponge, Trevor, but it just didn't work out. And he was kind of, in, he's in a, like a real remote place in California and oh, we weren't cool. able to get out there. And then we did, we talked to both Dina and ZZ at one point in time, but it just didn't work out. We really wanted to, we wanted to get the whole cast, but we weren't able to, but uh, yeah. So, so yeah. shorts was like my favorite show on Nickelodeon. So oh, really? Yeah, I'm excited to do this.
0: Nice. Yeah. So like a lot of these Nick shows, I go back and rewatch and I'm like, wow, one was enough. <laughs> like That was great when I was a kid and I love the theme song. And I really expected this to be exactly like that, you know, um, yeah. but I laughed through the whole thing and I really liked it. I was like, whoa, I have way underestimated Salute Your Shorts for a long time. Like I need to revisit this more.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's funny, Um, you know, Bobby Budnick, Danny Cooksey, I was a big fan of, obviously I love Budnick, everyone thought he was so cool, with the awesome mullets and stuff like that, but he was in a band called Bad for Good back in the early 90s, and I thought they were (laughs) so awesome, because they were like kids in a quote-unquote metal band, it was like hair metal kind of, that's pretty cool, I I just thought they were so awesome, and so it's cool to see him play, you know, he plays guitar and sings in this, and I think he either mentions it in this one or in another uh, episode. He mentions Steve Vai. And that's who was like his manager who was producing the Bad for Good record. If you ever get a chance, it's called Refugee. It's hilarious. Okay. It's crazy because it's like, he's talking about all this crazy stuff. And it's like, you're Budnick <laughs> on Nickelodeon. You know, it's like, you can't talk like this.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, this episode's a good one.
2: You know, the episode starts with a cold open where... Uh, Bobby Budnick is reading some sort of, I tried to zoom in. He's reading some sort of naughty magazine. It's got a girl on the cover, but it looks like they covered it up with stickers, but it's definitely got a lady. Oh in my it.
0: God. I didn't uh, notice that. Yeah.
2: He's sitting there. He's listening to heavy metal watch the episode there's some it's something that he shouldn't be reading
0: (laughs) and he's like over his trunk of contraband
2: (laughs) yeah 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 and and, and then Ugg yeah Ugg comes in to talk to him Ugg's got like a big date or something that night why you would go to Bobby Budnick for a date uh like for advice on on women or what how to how to act on a date uh like a 16 year old boy who reads nudie magazines like i don't know why that's his first isn't there another counselor that's like his age that he could talk to but he goes to bobby budnick for advice on how he can woo this lady well he and knows then,
0: yeah he like knows budnick has all the contraband he's like yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah budnick gives him the uh cologne called ode to budnick
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, it pretty much sets up the entire episode, which is pretty genius. I'm going to play a clip here.
1: I call it Ode to It's my own special recipe. I like it. it smells antiseptic. Hey, you now watch that stuff. One drop of that and the ladies will be all over you like white on rice. Yeah, one drop will make them go crazy. Imagine what this will do. I wouldn't do that if I were you. It seems kind of unfair. Splash <laughs> this Blast-this song. I mean, being a babe magnet.
2: It's so funny
0: then later we see that sponge he is doing geometry classes by mail over the uh-huh. summer which
2: is awesome yeah kids are kind of ribbing him about what a nerd he is you know setting up obviously something later on but yeah
0: yeah they're all hanging out in their cabin which doesn't happen much but i guess it needs yeah, to happen yeah. for this episode they hear the radio come on. And it's funny because this radio DJ, I just covered, like did a deep dive on um, Talk Hard. Do you remember that movie? It was a Christian Slater. And yeah, was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I was like, oh, this is so Talk Hard. Like, I yeah. love this. <laughs> <laughs> it's giant Jim Ginsburg here, giving away big, beautiful buckets
1: of money to some lucky listener. I love this guy. He once did a whole show butt naked. How could you tell? It's radio. Remember, kids, when you hear this, it means it's time for the giant jackpot crackpot question worth 100 glorious glamorous some macaroonies. His questions are so hard.
2: (laughs) So I found that odd, too. Uh, (laughs) They say he's done an episode naked, so obviously he's talking about being naked. But then he says, remember, kids, like is this a radio station for kids or is he just saying like kids yeah. like he's calling everybody. He's like remember kids so uh, that confused me on two levels which is one <laughs> is radio stations for kids is that a thing and then two if it's for kids why is he talking about being naked
0: right <laughs> <laughs> god that's hilarious i didn't think about that <laughs> that's
2: weird <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
0: there is an announcement with the contest and they're right. gonna call in
1: hey leave him alone come on let's go win a 100 bucks i just ran the odds and if you want to know the statistics you're just afraid you're wrong it's not the pituitary gland look i'm a genius and everybody knows it i don't have to prove it to you or some goon on the radio
0: you know- and so for the whole episode they're pretty much breaking down like what he's going to need to learn for this radio call-in contest, <laughs> which is really fascinating through the eyes of the 90s, which mm-hmm. this show came out in, like, 1991? Yeah. That's insane.
2: Yeah, it is. It's crazy how it's almost an 80s show, really. It's 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 so early in the 90s.
0: I was going to say, I think that they did the two seasons in Los Angeles, and then they wanted to move it here to Universal. Um, and you know the families of the kids didn't want to move so you know they just didn't Mm. carry on with it
2: that's another thing i was kind of fascinated you brought up two seasons how many shows from early nickelodeon that felt like they went on forever were only two seasons like i can remember watching salute your shorts it felt like you know three four years but there's just two seasons um i think hey dude went longer But there was—I know there was a couple of different shows that only lasted for uh, for two seasons, like that.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, they must have just been replaying it constantly Mm -hmm. because I remember watching it a lot. Yeah, it it is crazy that it's only two seasons, and it's not like—I think it's like twelve episodes each. Yeah, it's not a lot. Episodes. Yeah, Um, it's crazy
2: too. One thing that Steve had said that I had no idea was that the show was actually created earlier, so it must have been the late '80s. and they'd ca- they cast everybody. There's a pilot out there that I wish I could see. I really wish I could see it. Where it had a totally different cast. The only people that were on there were Budnick and Donkey Lips. Um, because everybody else had aged out and was too old. They were like 16 years old. But because Budnick was actually going to be a little kid. He was going to be more of like a nerd character.
0: Oh my and gosh. So,
2: so he was like, yeah, like he was like probably 12, 13 when they filmed it. And then whenever, you know, they finally got the show Greenlit uh, and he was older and they're like, okay, well, we we can still use you. You're just, you and uh, Donkey Lips are gonna be the bullies now. I thought that was crazy. And I asked him, I was like, is there any way we can see that? And he's like, I don't even know where it is.
0: Right, like it's destroyed or it's in a vault somewhere.
2: Yeah, right. Man,
0: that's so crazy. Oh, that's the kind of shit that haunts me at night. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) seriously like that is really cool though they're like we're never gonna get through but oh my god they're the 10th caller which Mm -hmm. is awesome and um he's right about Mm -hmm. the pituitary Mm -hmm. gland and i think that everybody remembers the the trivia from this episode if they've seen it and they're like because i hear this a lot like that's where i learned about that from is nickelodeon ah (laughs) (laughs) like that's silly um and even the girls are excited which is cool like But all of them are in on it. And I love that. Yeah. And like now he could win $1,000 because he answered one question, right? So if he answers two more questions in the next 24 hours, he can win $1,000. So (laughs) like when the girl, she's like, for a million dollars, I run.
2: (laughs) Yeah. For a
0: thousand, I'll walk a little faster. (laughs) Right, here, I'll play that, it's cute.
1: All he's gotta do is answer two more questions in the next 24 hours. And he wins a thousand dollars. Come on, we gotta get a piece of this. Come on, run, come on. Run? For a million I run. For a thousand, I'll just walk a little faster.
0: love the music
2: oh my god it's great the music is amazing it's so 90s it's incredible
0: it's so good
2: <laughs> it was cool that everybody was listening to this like it really shows you all over the camp uh I guess what is it giant Jim. I guess everybody at camp is listening to giant Jim. the boys are listening to it the girls are listening to it uh the some of the counselors are listening to it I guess he was the the dude at the time
0: Then we get like some pop culture references, which is pretty cool. Like Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp um, talking about the tattoo. I love that because that's so 90s and George Michael's real name, which is like some impossible to pronounce Greek name.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's funny too, whenever they talk about uh, Johnny Depp's tattoo saying Winona forever. I remember it being something (laughs) different because do you know what he, when they broke up, do you know what he changed it to? No. He, he changed it to Wino Forever.
0: Oh, my God.
2: When they broke up. Yeah, he changed it to from Winona to Wino Forever. That's hilarious. I thought it was funny, too, that Dina says, well, you know, what was Madonna's first single? And it was Like a Virgin. Do, do you remember the PMRC, by any chance? It was like these hearings where they were trying to get me, all this music, like, banned, or at least having, like, a label on it. And uh, they said these songs, they called it Porn Rock. These songs are disgusting. And oh, wow. one of them was one of them was like a virgin uh, by Madonna because it was teaching little kids what a virgin was. One of the one of the people that was the head of the, it was called the Parent Resource Music Center. And it was on TV. It's you can find it online. It's really funny. But yeah, they're like my one of the ladies that was in charge of it was like my daughter came up to me and asked me what a virgin was. And I said, how do you know what that is? And she said from Madonna. So I, I thought that this thing. was funny.
0: I think her grandmother's not Catholic. Like she might know right. about the Virgin Mary. Yeah,
2: that's what I was thinking. The what? first time I ever knew what that word was, was from freaking Sunday school, yeah. you know? So, but I thought that was funny that they were, you know, they were saying this is ruining our kids by having songs about virgins in them. And then in this Nickelodeon show, you know, they're they're talking about it. So- uh Of
0: course they are. You know, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, this is like the counterculture of it all, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they they pretty much decide that like Sponge needs to cram because he only need he only knows like boy knowledge, <laughs> which in this episode they clearly define as like anything that's factual, logical, historical, and anything that's pop culture is girl knowledge.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> it's
0: like, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Such a strange '90s way of looking at it.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: But funny, like it, it caught me by surprise. They're just so cute and innocent. I couldn't be mad. I'm just like, that's adorable. Right.
2: Yeah. It's they're so- little, they're, they're still little enough to be like, girls are gross. You know, like they're probably starting to have crushes because they're what, probably 11, 12. Yeah. So they would be at that age where they would be like, girls are stupid. You know, like they're, you know, they're, but yeah, it, it did. I was like, oh, that's kind of outdated. But then it's like, yeah, but little boys in the, I mean, I guess even now, but especially back then, they were like, "Girls are so girls are, they're yucky. They've got cooties or whatever." Right. I mean,
0: now boys are into uh, pop culture. I mean, Minecraft, yeah. every you know, Pokemon, whatever. Like, there's no lines anymore with that kind of stuff, which is cool.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I there's a trivia that I go to all the time. Um, have you ever been to like a
0: bar trivia before? Sure. Yeah.
2: They're like awesome. Applebee's you
0: know? or something like that
2: yeah you're Not absolutely a really right Long time <laughs> yeah pop pop culture is definitely like n- there's no gender to that like everybody loves pop culture and and like like that like pub trivia like you always feel good when you know that one obscure 80s movie or that 80s song and you get your team the uh the winning points there
0: yeah and if you're a guy listening to this and you're thinking like i don't like pop culture first off you're listening to this podcast so yes you do and yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like, second football like football is just you know pop culture for guys i would say
2: it totally is which is funny though like uh i don't know anything about sports at Same. all so-
0: I- everything i know about sports i learned from Pete and Pete.
2: oh yeah so when i do trivia and stuff like that i have to have somebody with me that knows sports because i like i don't know anything and i've tried like my whole life i'm like man maybe i just don't know i need to watch a game maybe it's the wrong people and i it's fine and i get it but i, I just can't make myself be into it
0: right i know it <laughs> it's crazy
2: i guess i'm like, a nerd but that's just like that's i know about
0: crazy. johnny unitas <laughs> right yeah yep <laughs> that, that alien space <laughs> signal <laughs>
2: Or like the one. Yeah, I know that. And then this isn't from Pete and Pete, but the other that one baseball player that was like on LSD and like did all this crazy stuff, like broke all these records. Interesting.
0: huh? (laughs) I didn't know about that. That's cool. Yeah. So they're at the archery range, um, Mm -hmm. which is fun. Like, did you ever go to camp when you were a kid?
2: Uh, I did. Yeah. I went to a couple of I went to one camp. that I went to a Boy Scout camp that was kind of like this only without the girls. We did all that archery and stuff like that, and then I went to a uh, I went to a church camp once when I was uh eleven, <laughs> which was nice, pretty funny. Did you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I went to church camp like every summer when I was a kid for a week and two weeks, and then when I got older, three and four weeks. Mm. And I wasn't really religious, wow. but it was super fun. And it, they had archery, and they had tubing and canoeing and all that stuff. So you know, it just pray pretend to pray when they're praying it's fine you know yeah yeah like I loved it and this whole show just like brings me back to camp I love it so
2: right much. yeah yeah
0: and so yeah they're cramming let me see
2: which one thing about <laughs> that I thought was interesting is why are they cramming like they had to teach him all this stuff like yeah couldn't they just tell him <laughs> like if they ask him a question about you know Madonna yeah. or boys, or couldn't like... couldn't they just tell him or like if it was sports couldn't telly just uh like tell him or if it's about metal budnick could tell like why does he have to know it
0: right well they're trying to be sneaky because Mm. well here here's why
1: (laughs) hello everyone does anybody know where uh robert butnick is what happened to you (laughs) oh nothing nothing at all Just that the aftershave he sold me turned my skin.
0: Blue! So funny, I can't, I did not think this was that funny when I was a kid, I don't think, but it's so funny.
2: Yeah, it is. So yeah, that's where that cold open pays off. Now we get to see what that that aftershave turned his face. Which is like
0: blue tie dye, right? Yeah, and, and like a bunch of other miscellaneous items.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my it's like mouthwash.
0: Like, and, and blue tie dye, you know. Yeah, and blue tie dye. Why <laughs> the, not? <laughs> <the> basics. <laughs> That's great. So they're trying to sneak around because he um, basically puts them on grounding. He's like, you guys oh, can't. leave yeah. lock down. You know, they're on lockdown. And so only
2: one of them. Only one of them could have snuck out. Like yeah. Holy Sponge could. Okay.
0: Yeah, and plus, like, they didn't have the batteries, like, they had to get batteries from Donkey Lips, so now, or um, from Budnick, so now he wants a piece of the pie. Um, so pretty much everybody along the way is going to want a portion of the prize money.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is pretty good, but they all help him, though, like, they give him batteries for the radio, they're helping him stay awake, you know, everything like that. Well, suddenly it's night. <laughs> Very suddenly, I feel like. <laughs> And like, if they could just put one shot of like the sun setting and then the night shot, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. yeah. It was
0: really drastic. It was weird. <laughs> it went from like peak, like morning light to like black.
2: All of a sudden. Yeah.
0: Weird. So it's nighttime <laughs> and they get, you know, on the, here on the radio, it's like the second question.
2: What's the
1: problem, Spongy? I haven't heard from you yet. Where are you? Oh, no, they asked the question already. You got four minutes left. On your way to $1,000, what's George Michael's real name?
0: When they do get to the payphone, Ugg is on it, using it to talk to his girlfriend, (laughs) which this was the most hilarious part of the episode to me, was when he drops the phone. Like, the girls create a distraction by pretending there's a skunk or something in their cabin. He drops the phone to go help them, and his girlfriend (laughs) is like... <laughs>
2: like yeah, yeah. Charlie
0: Brown character. It was so funny.
2: <laughs> it was, yeah, because that's exactly what you hear, just like <laughs>
0: i'm just like screaming.
2: So the the boy, the the boys pick up the phone, right, and then they kind of like say, like, I don't want to see you anymore.
0: They drop a quarter, like, yeah, they hang up on her, oh, and then yes, they drop yes. the quarter, and they're they're little geniuses because they find some gum on the side of the phone. And they're, like, getting it out of there with a stick. Right. They're pretty genius. And they just hang up on her.
2: (laughs) Yeah, then they hang up on her. (laughs) So, yeah, they've given the girls at this point 30%, right? Because they needed their help figuring out what George Michael's real name is.
1: 15 seconds. Come on, connect, connect. Giant Jim here. George Michael's real name is Georgios Paneo 2. He got it. He got it. I got what? see a skunk uh, you must have scared it away it just flew away just right out the window skunks do fly thanks for helping but we gotta go back to bed good night <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious thanks for helping but we have to go back to bed <laughs> that's awesome oh man so then the next morning so he's got just one question to go and he'll win the thousand dollars And the next morning, Budnick gives him some friendly advice. He's basically like, look, you're going to stay awake and win or you're not going to survive the summer. So (laughs) and like Ugg is on to them. Um, Sponge can't stay awake at all.
2: From this moment on, you are all on double
1: permanent confinement until I find out who hung up on my girlfriend. Double permanent confinement. What are we gonna do now? We'll call a meeting. Oh, Spongy, are you ready? Here's the next question. Up. Oh, not quite yet. You're gonna have to wait a little while longer. I may ask how many hairs are there on Hulk Hogan's head, or where does Tito Jackson live? I may even ask you the average number of potato chips in a sixteen-ounce bag.
0: Those are such interesting timestamps of pop culture, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's interesting, too, or, or just kind of cool how they have that I am Spartacus moment. Like, you can tell how Nickelodeon, like, drew from these great literary and, like, television and film uh, you know when he says who who uh, who went out of the bunk last night, and everybody stands up. You know, like <laughs> all for one kind of thing. Uh, you know, the I am Spartacus, I am Spartacus. Yeah, uh, I thought that I th- was
0: weird. I was like, what? Why are they?
2: Yeah, they're all yeah. <laughs> awesome. Also- Although for this, they're not doing it to protect. They're not doing it for like Honor. altruistic reasons. They're doing it because they all want the money.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and then it's funny because he can't stay awake at all and Mm -hmm. they're all like over him drilling him like trying to pump as much information into his tiny little brain as they can but he's basically sleeping through all of it even when he's awake like he's like pretty checked out this kid's a good actor actually all these kids are really good actors
2: right yeah they are there's no like weak link in the whole
0: thing no it's interesting because like with these kid shows sometimes that is not the case i'll say right <laughs> not the i name kept any expecting
2: names. right yeah i kept expecting someone in this episode like budnick to have like one of those zach morris phones like in his little box of debauchery there like right. like oh we can't get to the payphone i kept expecting him to pull out a, a huge cell phone
0: but no way. Uh, Never uh, happened. Not in 1991. Yeah, this like, was a little
2: too early. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe 96.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: He's so tired. But Donkey Lips donates a sock to the cause <laughs> to wake him up. It's <laughs> <Which is> hilarious. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna drill sports, music, um, the quarries. Of course, that's very important. We need to know mm-hmm. all the facts about the quarries. I loved that. I thought that was great. Armpit farting very yeah, essential. that's funny <laughs> essential
2: <laughs> he's gotta te- he's gotta teach sponge the art form
0: of how to do that yeah for real and then the final question comes
1: for one thousand dollars the big question give me your best shot, giant jimmy for all the cash the pride of your camp and all of your self-dignity what color is a giraffe's tongue a dress tongue is is what red. A dress tongue is red. Yeah, Yeah! That's one. Yeah, yeah! 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 Whoa, 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 but it could be black.
2: What do you mean black? Black? black?
1: <laughs> well, like a child dog or a snake? They have black tongues. It could be a trick question. What is it, red or black? Come on, Sponge, don't flake out on us now. Come on, Spongy. Well, maybe it's red and black. Maybe it's black with red spots on it. I just don't know the answer. Come on, Sponge, uh, this is four thousand bucks. Yeah. You think I want to be this ignorant? I can't believe it. <laughs> There's a giant crack in his egg head. Yeah, he's just as dumb as me. You know, Sponge? We're not bummed out that you lost. Speak for yourself. I'm bummed out. I'm of my money. Will you be quiet? I think it's cool you got this far. It's not this stupid contest. I'm pissed off because I'm not as smart as I thought I was.
0: That shooketh me <laughs> yeah right my jaw hit the ground the first time I watched that I was like whoa did he is that real did he really just say piss off
2: yeah Dang.
0: yeah I mean I
2: think even a kid show today it would be jarring to hear that on like you know whatever but to hear this is back in 1991
0: and he's not even the bully either.
2: he's not even the bully yeah it, it really shows you you know what it kind of reminds me of? Are Are you a fan of that movie, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Yeah. There's no cussing. There's nothing that's off color at all in it the whole time. There's no nudity. There's no violence. There's no language except there's one scene where Steve Martin, uh, whenever he gets the uh, the um, the rental car, and it's it, there's the whole mm-hmm. rental car debacle, and he drops like 20 f bombs in like 30 <laughs> seconds, and they were like, it was worth it because because of that one. 30 seconds they got an r rating if it hadn't been for that they could have got like a pg or pg 13 rating which would have opened them up to a whole bigger audience but they wanted him they wanted it to be this squeaky clean movie with this one part to really show you how much this dude had lost it and like you said sponge wasn't the bully so it really shows you the fact that he's saying it it's like oh damn this guy this poor little guy is really pissed off he's really he's pushed beyond his limit
0: yeah really truly i mean uh, earlier in the episode he's like is it even worth doing this to sacrifice my own health and well-being? right right
2: right <laughs> <laughs> and they're all oh. like yes
0: <laughs> yes it is <laughs> keep going <laughs> yeah so then ug comes in like to the rescue because he's actually a good guy oh yeah Ugg,
1: uh i know we're not supposed to be in here i know the answer what answer when I was going to State U, our team mascot was a giraffe. A big yellow giraffe. And every time he came out, he'd scream, go giraffes. And I remember sitting in the stands, and I could see his tongue. A big black tongue. A giraffe's tongue is black. What do you think it is, Sponge? I think it's time to trust Doug. Oh, I definitely know this kid's a moron. Hey, 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 hey. I may be blue, but I know a giraffe's tongue is black. If Bug says they're black, they're black. Ah, this is it, my little absorbent friend. For the $1,000, what color is a giraffe's tongue? Is it black? You don't sound so sure. It's black. All my friends say so. You really want to rely on your friends? Well, it's a good thing you did. Because you're correct for $1,000! This is Kevin Lee. And I'm taking the money because they made me blue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's so sweet that like friendship is the message at the end. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so sweet. Is every, uh, I, I don't know, cause like I haven't watched that much Salute Your Shorts as an adult. Yeah. Like I wonder if it's always kind of like friendship based or lesson based like. Um,
2: yeah. I think no, but the ones that are really are. Like there's a couple really? of really good ones. Um, You know, obviously Budnick and Michael are kind of nemesis, not so much in this episode, but, you know, one's like the kind of cute good boy and one is the the rebellious bad boy. And they have a great episode where they both get, I think it's measles or chicken pox, so they have to be quarantined together.
0: Oh, yes. And they like bare
2: their soul to each other of why they are the way they are. And it's like kind of heavy. You're like, whoa. And there's another one uh, donkey lips goes on a date with Dina and uh, you know, she's all, she's disgusted or whatever. And he has a really great line about what it's like to be a kid that looks like him and how, you know, she's kind of, people laugh at her too. You know, they laugh at him for being big, but they laugh at her for kind of being obsessed with her looks and, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And there was one other one. uh, There was kind of a love triangle in one where, um, I think it was actually a two parter. It was, it was so heavy. It was a two parter where Budnick has a crush on Dina. So it kind of like the opposites attracting, but then you find out that ZZ has a crush on Budnick. Whoa. Um, you know, the whole meme of still a better love story than twilight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that definitely is. It's kind it's kind of interesting, you know, to see ZZ yeah. kind of like brokenhearted over this kind of bozo, but you know, when you're young, you can't help who you like, you know, I mean, really your whole life you can't, but right. Uh, I Especially when question. you
0: don't have access to therapy, it's like
2: right. Yeah, you're you're stuck here uh, <laughs> in this camp. <laughs> but yeah, th- I guess I answered your question in the longest, uh, longest-winded way possible. But yeah, there there were some that were just slapstick, stupid, ridiculous. But then every now and then they drop one that was kind of like, whoa, that was that was pretty poignant for a kids' show.
0: Because a lot of Nickelodeon shows I feel like are funny and colorful, but maybe and, and it's fine. just like don't have any kind of moral like altruistic yes. end game, which is great. That's fine. You know that's not what you're watching Nickelodeon for. But it is surprising and fun to, like to see that. It's like, oh, okay, cool. yeah, I want to binge watch the entire series, but um, I mean, it's really hard to find. It is. What yeah. the Heck is up with that. Yeah. I thought it was online. I couldn't find it. I had to ask my friend Brett Wilson to send me this file and he got it off of Nick gas, I guess, or, you know, downloaded it somewhere allegedly. Yeah. So it's just crazy. That would be really nice of Nickelodeon to release this on a streaming service or sell the DVDs or. Yeah,
2: I know. Right. Cause yeah. When you, when you had contacted me about doing this, I was like, Oh, I'm going to get uh paramount plus because everyone's like oh paramount plus is so awesome it's got all the old nickelodeon shows which yeah. i'm still mad that they didn't buy the orange years it's like god that would have been perfect a, a show that it, a, a documentary that's all about these old shows living at the same place as the old shows uh because i've had so many people contacted me and say i got paramount plus because of the orange years and it's like dang it <laughs> I'm not getting any money off of that not that money is what it's about <laughs> i'd it, at least love it was to. A
0: bu- yeah it's a bizarre move it's like
2: yeah it ended up on hulu um but anyway um, which is great it it is great yeah um
0: you know how uh, many people called me and were like have you seen this orange years documentary (laughs) on hulu i'm like never heard of it tell me more
2: (laughs) that is so awesome i've gotten that a couple of times too and i'm like yeah i have heard of that it's really cool don't you
0: like nickelodeon too
2: (laughs) but yeah we're we're like you know we're not trying to make money off of it but we're like because I'd never done anything like that, made a documentary before, Um, you know, and I always assumed if if something's on Hulu, you're like doing pretty good, you know, but it's like all that we ever wanted to do was just break even. (laughs) We're not trying to get rich. Like, I just want to, the the amount of money that we put into it, which wasn't a lot, but we all put our own money into it. It's like, I just want to make that back. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. we're finally now after it's been out for however many years, like we're getting (laughs) close, we're getting close to that point. But um, anyway, I know I got off on a weird tangent there about Paramount Plus, but you told me about this. So I logged into Paramount Plus and yeah, there's only like half the episodes are on there.
0: So Weird.
2: Yeah. Why not put them? And then Pete and Pete, that's not on there at all. And I know some of that is the music licensing. Um, I know that's why Pete and Pete season three has never been released anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. And because Daria, all the music is different. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Um- yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: It's I forgot weird. about that. It's weird. Just, it's like just find it online and torrent it because this is just yeah. anarchy at this point. I can't. If there yeah. was ever a reason to just stop, it was fucking licensing rights. Like I'm just so over this shit. <laughs> like,
2: I know. Give us Butthead. <laughs> I, I, I loved Beavis and Butthead when I was younger and I, I wanted to watch it again and I found the episodes, uh, you know, legit. I can't remember if it's on MTV and it's everything but them watching the videos and it's like oh, <laughs> that's the fun God. part the the whole the other story was usually kind of funny but them watching the videos is the best part
0: That was the whole show um yeah. it's, i thought that there was going to be a beavis and butthead reboot actually
2: i'm pretty sure there is i'm pretty cool. sure there is I, I i don't you know on the internet you don't know what's like fan art or what's like you know yeah but but i saw somebody posted pictures of beavis and butthead and their middle age and i think that would be awesome to kind of do it like in real time how old beavis and butthead would be now right which would probably be in their you know like mid-40s i guess um i, I think that would be hilarious they're still pathetic you know sitting Just, on their parents couch
0: have like one of them be like super neurotic about the pandemic and then the other one be like a total like anti-vaxxer yes <laughs> That'd be hilarious
2: yes it would be hilarious <laughs> So oh, that's I hope pretty pretty that happens.
0: Smart, actually. But all in all, like this and this theme song, I want to look at the guy's name really quick. Um, <laughs> this theme song, the guy that wrote this, um, Steve Al- Alton, he did hmm. over a dozen theme songs for television shows. So I mean, oh. 10 out of 10, like I love this theme song. I feel like everybody loves it. It just like it glues into your mind forever, you know?
2: It does, yeah
0: he's done a ton of theme songs super interesting guy um I should do a, like just a deep dive on him one day but, yeah right right yeah but yeah so for me a lot of the stuff I revisit you know it's like hard to take off the nostalgia goggles and so mm-hmm. I'm generous and give it like a four I'm, this is like a straight five out of five the pacing yeah, is good yeah. it's funny there was at no point was I like okay I'm bored like, I didn't have yes. to pick up my phone yeah. and do anything. I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I like this.
2: You're right. Yeah, the, the pace is just boom, 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 boom. But it doesn't feel rushed. And, you know, talking about the nostalgia goggles, like you were saying, sometimes I wonder, like, what, it, what, it, what do kids, is this timeless? You know, some things it are. Is. And it's funny, as I was watching this, I think I, definitely, but there's one thing as I was watching this, the whole trivia thing over the yeah. like google has made that irrelevant like mm-hmm. like i could win the trivia you know it's just like talking to my phone like siri what's the gland that makes people uh you know what's the gland that makes people grow yeah. up it's like pituitary so that was a fun time whenever you could do trivia like i can remember even when i was like 21 going out to bars it was still before people had smartphones and like you know if you knew the answer to something you were like cool you know that was like your moment like what was that one band that you know blah 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 and you're like oh that was Dishwala or whatever and that's over now you know there is no like you know yeah
0: like I do think that I mean my kids love trivia like they love easter eggs quote unquote
2: oh cool
0: So they did like this episode. They were into it, but I do think that the kind of the trivia facts kind of went over their head, like all the pop culture stuff. They were just like, I don't know what that means. Um, it's like it's fine, you don't need to know about Hulk Hogan. Nobody needs to know. Like (laughs) God. (laughs) They are still at an age where they don't have unlimited access to the internet. So they very much are like, they play trivia with me 24/7. But yeah, I think that this is one that would definitely hold up if you have kids just to like watch it with them because it's funny and, you know, it's good. It's good. I think it's good for kids and adults, which is hard to do.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, I enjoyed it as a kid and I enjoyed it, you know, watching it now too.
0: Right. I'm going to dig up some more episodes uh, to watch this weekend. That's going to be fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, my favorite is Zeke the Plumber. Have you seen that one recently? Oh,
0: no. So I haven't. I haven't seen it recently.
2: That's the one that's a lot of people's favorite because it's almost like a Halloween movie in a way. It doesn't take place at Halloween, but it's about a ghost story, which that makes perfect sense because ghost stories at summer camp, like that's what you do. So uh Budnick I won't spoil anything but the premise is just Budnick tells them the story of this plumber who died at camp on Awana all these years ago and it freaks all the other kids out it's a great one if you if you're gonna do a deep dive I would say find that one because it's, okay. it's really
0: cool hell yeah I know that's a fan favorite for sure yeah um, yeah what would you we'll do one trivia question to end the episode what would you guess the budget was on the show per episode
2: oh my gosh so then I also have to think about, this is 1991, where it was.
0: Right. To know, factor t- in inflation, kind of.
2: Yeah. $20,000?
0: $180 per episode. Wow. Right. And they said it's low budget. I'm like, yeah, that's, I don't know. It seems like a lot of money. But I guess not, because you have a full crew. Right. Yes. And you know what's
2: interesting about these shows, you know, is that so many of the shows back then were the multi-camera sitcom. You know, where it's just on a stage, yeah. like Full House or, uh, or whatever, you know, all those kind of shows. And now it's more the single cam, more cinematic shows uh, that are like the big thing now, like The New Girl or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this was not multi cam, this was a single cam cinematic show. And that's kind of cool because all of their shows were like that. Clarissa looked like it was kind of a multi cam show. But uh, the rest of them, you know, Hey Dude, Salute Your Shorts, Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Pete and Pete, they were all single cam, which they Mm -hmm. were kind of ahead of their time. So that does make sense because it was shot very, um, you know, on location, very cinematically. So I get it. I get why.
0: Another thing that might be lost in translation, just from listening to this episode versus watching the actual episode, is that there's a lot of physical humor that happens throughout the episode. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always appreciate that. I think it just elevates it even that much more. And that's what I love about Nick shows is like it. They either have like some crazy set design, mm-hmm. like Are You Afraid of the Dark? But the set design, I mean, it was mind blowing. Oh amazing it's still mind-blowing when i watch it i'm just like i can't believe that these people were so innovative and so creative and like just killed the execution it's amazing and the show yeah. like,
2: like the whole midnight society in the middle of the woods that kind of thing
0: well yeah and like every episode is some weird tangential thing and they'll sure be in yes space and it just the when you look at it as an adult, you're like, wow, they really just made this last night. Like they really just went for it. They were like, what if we take, you know, velvet and drape it over a giant thing and then put silver everywhere. And Now it's a space shuttle. It's like, I love this. <laughs> I love this so yeah. much like just people in black completely black suits with like silver painted on their face like just stuff like that but yeah it becomes these like iconic images Mm -hmm. uh, which is cool just like Ugg with his blue face you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) such a good image I love it and I bet my friend Brett Wilson that let me get this episode I think that he probably has a painting like he does Nickelodeon um, art so he probably has a painting of like UG with a blue face. I need to oh see if my gosh. I can get that from him. Like, do you have that? I don't want to commission it. If not, <laughs> that'd be fun to have hanging up in your living room. Like,
2: <laughs> um, Did you ever collect garbage pail kids when you were little?
0: Yeah, I loved garbage pail kids. <laughs>
2: I don't think it's a, uh, I have a donkey lips. Uh, it's not a real Garbage Pail Kid, but like somebody did. Oh, that's uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I've got, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you because I've got a couple of them. It's oh, really that's neat. that's so cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's really, it's really cool.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming back, Scott. And if any other shows, you know, pique your interest or you just want to revisit them and have fun, let me know.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I really appreciate you having me. This was uh, very fun.
0: Awesome. Okay. Until next time, you guys. Later.